0: Hello! Welcome to another episode of The Job Pod by Beginning and Discover. Thanks very much for tuning in. My name's Sam Winwood and uh, if you've come here to find out how to become Luther then you absolutely have come to the right place because our lovely guest, Alex, explains how to do that. Alex is a police detective in the London Metropolitan Fli- Police Force. Uh, he's a really, really good guy and uh, explains things really, really well. Didn't even realise how many options there are within the police force um and where you can go etc there are so many options it's incredibly diverse and uh but but give it a listen let us know your thoughts at the end and if you've got any questions uh, get in touch thanks Alex, how are you doing, mate? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm very good as well. Coping in this bizarre lockdown that we're in now. Um, But uh, very happy to be talking to you, mate. I'm so excited uh, actually to find out what you actually do. So, before we kind of go into the story about your career today, can you just give us a brief insight into who you are and what you do, please?
1: Uh, Yeah, so uh, my name's Alex and I am a police officer. Uh, have been now for uh, just over five years, mm-hmm. um, so st- still fairly young in service, but
0: yeah. uh, but it feels like a lot longer. <laughs> um, are you uh, where whereabouts are you? are you? I mean, are you allowed to say or are you? Yeah,
1: no. Well, I work in London. Yeah, so it's, the, it's now the second force I've worked in. Cool. Um, it's obviously the, the capital, um, yeah. busy city, uh, yeah, naturally so that's been sort of quite a, an adaption
0: but no it's uh no it's good sweet all right mate. well tell us the story of how uh, was this something you set out to do when you left school like what is how on earth did you become a police officer is it a police officer or police constable like because i get confused between the two
1: both uh, i think i think most people would say police officer probably yeah. but yeah. uh but technically in this country police constable mm-hmm. um yeah, so I uh, I joined, as I said, about five years ago. Uh, it's kind of run in my family um, the last two generations, anyway. Hmm. Uh, so I suppose it was probably quite natural that I ended up doing it. Uh, prior to that, I was sort of in a, in an office job, uh, like nine to five, and I think I quickly decided that probably wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think just growing up, listening to stories from you know your your dad, your granddad you sort of think, actually, that is that what works like? Because yeah. that's quite fun. Um, so I thought, i got to get out of this kind of pattern where it's every day is the same. I'm, I'm someone that doesn't really want to know what they're going into the next day. That's kind of what gets me out of bed. So I thought, yeah, why not? The, the police <laughs> uh, is probably the, uh, the way forward yeah. for me. So uh, that's kind of how I ended up joining anyway
0: okay and did you did you do become like a um what do they call it a special constable before you yeah
1: so um while i was uh while I was working uh in my my job previously, mm-hmm. um, I decided to uh well, I spoke to my dad actually, and he said, well, you know why don't you give being a special constable a go because uh, that would give you a good insight um, essentially, a special constable was like a volunteer police officer so you don't get paid. Um, but you do get all the same powers, uh, yeah. you uh, wear the same uniform, other than a few minor changes, which to somebody that perhaps doesn't know better would just assume you were a regular police officer. It's a good opportunity to obviously go out and work with regular police officers to experience the role whilst actually partaking uh, as well. Yeah. Um, and it's a good way of, sort of I suppose, uh, dipping your toe in the water without maybe making that full leap uh into uh, becoming a uh, becoming a police officer so uh, yeah that no, was a good a good insight
0: definitely sweet and is that training is similar to one that you would get if you were training to be a police officer for example yeah so
1: uh, it's condensed down um, yeah. but ultimately it's it is the, the the basic training you would expect crammed into a device I guess it probably depends on which force you would join uh, they probably all do it differently but from my experience it was every other weekend uh you would go to the training center from uh your day job ultimately normally like a Friday <laughs> evening wow. uh, and then you would you would have a bit of a probably a crammer version of of a regular officer's training Uh, and that's from everything from you know your your officer safety training all the way through to your powers uh the law in general uh as well as um first aid training uh and everything you might be expected to know if you were a a regular officer yeah Uh, so that bit, i must admit probably the most intense bit uh Mm. i think you finish, like I say, you finish work on a Friday, kind of ready to unwind for the weekend. But no, you're you're hopping in the car, you're going, and then you're doing effectively what's a night class in you know, uh, the laws around theft or whatever, uh, power, you know, powerpoints, etc. So, um, that can be quite, uh, quite tough. Uh, so it's, yeah. it is a bit of a commitment, but that was only for, uh, from memory, eight weekends, uh, spread over 16. So, uh, yeah. it goes quite quickly, and, and yeah. uh, it's worth it once you once you're out there because you can then choose your hours you don't have to uh you have to you have to well you have to commit 16 hours a month um yeah. well, again that might be different in other forces i don't know but from my experience 16 hours a month uh which isn't really that much when you think about it, nah. uh, and, it and that is that does give you a really good insight
0: um so i was gonna say sorry to interrupt but that sounds like it would set you up quite well going into officer training
1: Well, definitely. Uh, You've got that experience, uh, not only in, obviously, what you're doing, um, but just, I think sometimes it pays, uh, certainly maybe in in my experience, I thought it helped me is that you, when you're going out with people that have already been in the job a little while, you may be... I guess with any job there's a gold standard and then there's a probably how it actually happens and I think yeah. it's quite useful maybe to have had that insight into how it actually happens so that when you're at training school for your actual training you're thinking well okay well that, that's I see how the textbook or whatever says that's how it should be done but I have seen them differently so it gives you a different perspective uh, and you can also draw on some experience as well uh which is obviously uh beneficial for well you and everyone really um, yeah so you know it's uh i think it's good to um it's, it's a good way to to get into it if, if you are willing to volunteer that bit of time and not get obviously not get paid for it um there are allowances and things like that that you i think you can claim but but yeah it, it i think it's worth its weight in gold really in terms of yeah. setting yourself up if you, if you think you've considering a career in the police definitely okay
0: so the so you became uh, a special uh constable special is that what they call it a special constable press special constable yeah yeah um, okay um special for short. Sure, yeah so you so you did that and then you were like I actually quite like this prefer that to my actual job that i'm doing so i'm just i'm just going to go for it and then you signed up to basically become a police officer and what was that what was that training like
1: um so it's a it's a probably a much more in-depth uh version of of the the cramped down special training really yeah uh you you obviously you're now there it's your full-time job so you've got Mm. Monday to Friday you know nine till five really I suppose in the training school every day uh for I think uh from memory it was six weeks of actual classroom based stuff well, and, and sort of scenario based stuff yeah and then it was broken down into and again every force does it a bit differently i think but it was then broken down into four weeks uh actually out and about uh, on your area with a, with a tutor uh and that, so it was eight weeks in fact but so two separate four-week stints within within the training program yeah uh so that was quite intense um <laughs> sounds it because you're kind of going from uh right this is everything i've learned in the classroom and now I have to apply it to real life, and I think real life never really goes the same way as the classroom. I think that's probably I don't uh, I don't know of many jobs. But I think the police is probably one of the few where you know it, it there isn't really any you, you can prepare, but it never really goes yeah. how you think it might. Um, so that so that's a bit of a baptism of fire, but uh, it's definitely a good controlled way of learning the fact you can go out with a tutor somebody that's essentially trained to you know let you loose so to speak but also not let you go too far wrong that you're gonna you're gonna do too wrong that's cool
0: so you so you you completed your officer training became a police officer and then did you then become a detective constable at any point or like because i yeah because i've spoken to other friends before about the differences between a police constable and a detective constable. And I'll be honest, I was none the wiser because I didn't, I, I was just so oblivious to what the differences are, but can I, just, can we just hear it from you? Like, what are the main differences?
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, the, essentially, I suppose, I mean, I, I'm not going to say you've only got two pathways, but you, yeah. you, you do have the detective pathway, uh, which is essentially run side by side. If yeah. You're talking about a rank structure within the police. Uh, so if you if you make the decision to become a detective, which you can do at any point, um, mm-hmm. pretty much from the point you finish your probation uh, to uh, you know to, to to the latter years of your your sort of career, uh, you can decide to to make that point. So you need to just sit. You need to sit an exam. Okay. Uh, the investigators' exam. Uh, which can be quite tough it's quite, quite a bit of study required for that but once you've uh, once you've sat that you're pretty much good to go and, and apply for a detective role uh, so the difference really um, you you've got uh, well that could maybe kind of uh, boring people too much but
0: no it's um, cool it's it's, it, it's it's handy to know this mate it's not boring <laughs> well, in, in terms of in terms of investigations that the
1: police deal with uh, you've got different levels of investigation so you've got a like pick one pip two uh mm-hmm. pick one would essentially be what you'd call volume crime uh so yeah. things that are happening uh quite frequently uh things that perhaps um you happen so frequently that know there needs to be a degree of of proportionality to the investigation so i'm talking about things like you know your your shop theft shopliftings uh etc that that would all come under your your pip uh, level one uh whereas as a detective you would be trained to investigate what we'd call pip level two uh so we're talking more things like serious assaults uh we're talking about things up to potentially even like attempt murder um uh, serious fraud investigations, uh, firearms offences, th- things. So, that people... so, do they
0: sit in? Do they sit in? Sorry to interrupt, mate, but do they sit in right. different departments too, or is it if you if you're a detective constable, you can cover any of that?
1: So, um, again, I think pro- that will probably depend on which force. Right. Um, certain forces will have. It's probably the larger forces have got more scope to have departments that maybe deal with. Individual types of crime. So it would deal with solely firearms or solely, um, you know, robberies or solely uh, serious assault, whatever. Uh, whereas maybe in some other forces, maybe the smaller ones, you, you might be expected to be a little bit more like a jack of all trades, um, for instance. But ultimately, yeah, once you've received that detective qualification, you you're in a position where you can join a department that would be investigating those sorts of things and, and you would be expected to manage those investigations right the way through to uh, court essentially. And wow. um, so, uh, and everything that comes in between. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, probably a little bit more office based in general, depending, some, some of the roles that are be a bit more what we probably call proactive. So you're, you're out and about a little bit more as a detective. Okay. However, a lot of it is investigation reactive and, and that, that can be um, sort of what we'd probably call slow time inquiries. So, right, OK. Uh, progressing that investigation, really. But uh, again, I think it's horses for courses. It depends what sort of thing interests you.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. That, that is, it's quite interesting um, hearing the differences between a, being a police officer and a, a detective, oh, sorry, a, a police constable and a detective constable. Um, yeah, because I think a lot of some some people just don't understand the differences. To be honest, um, just from no. guys, uh, guy, you know, people that I've spoken to before, particularly you know, graduates, for example, do they have to? Uh, my uh, my next question is, do you have to be a police? Do you have to be a police constable before you can do or become a detective? Constable? So
1: uh, historically, yes. Uh, However, um, within the last few years, I think it's been the last few years, maybe a bit longer, uh, more and more forces have introduced the uh, direct entry pathway for detectives. So that's an opportunity for graduates to essentially, uh, I'd say, skip out that phase, but to to go through, if if, if they feel that, that they think the part they'll enjoy more is probably the investigation, the, the the plainclothes side, really. I mean, you don't wear a uniform as a detective. Uh, and obviously you are dealing with probably more serious crime. Or certainly the investigation process, as opposed to maybe the initial investigation process, which is the officers that obviously attend first on scene, normally. Um, but yeah, if if if, if somebody feels that like that side of things probably more for them, then uh, yeah, if they can essentially uh, apply uh, with a degree, uh, I think again, I, I don't want to say for definite that's the case in all forces, but I'm pretty sure it is uh, that you need that need a degree, uh, and then you can come in direct entry and you essentially start in the rank of trainee detective constable, mm-hmm. um, and, and yeah, you pretty much hit the ground running from there. Wow. Uh, I, think, I think again. Uh, probably depending where you are, you get different levels of exposure to the other side, to the police constable side, whether that yeah. be through going out on a few shifts on attachments. I mean, essentially you are still a police officer as a detective. You're still you're still expected to arrest people, you're still expected to uh to to you know take statements, etc. So do a lot of what a police constable would do anyway. Yeah. Um, but obviously just from from maybe the a little bit of a later stage in the investigation.
0: Okay. Uh, That's good to know. So once you become a, so I'm just going, kind of going, uh, I say going through the ranks. I'm not really going through the ranks. I'm just going step by step. But kind of police constable, detective constable. Once you're a detective constable, and it probably works for police constable too. What uh, do you just get? Do you get put in like different departments? I don't. I have no idea how it works. Like because I'm sure we've spoken before about you can then work in counterterrorism, or you can go and work in like financial yeah. fraud uh,
1: how does it work i mean the, the 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 scope is kind of massive really um and perhaps maybe more than some people realize in terms of what the police actually do or, or investigate or are responsible for um, yeah. again if you go to larger forces uh well any forces really but certainly the larger ones like i think i said before you will have probably more different departments that cover different things but certainly like you mentioned counterterrorism uh, is is obviously huge uh, especially um, in today's world mm-hmm. uh, across uh, the country it's not something I've worked in so I definitely wouldn't be the best person to speak to about it uh, if you ask me I think I think it can sometimes be almost like a bit of a, a dark cloud uh, where there's a lot that goes on within it that even you know people within the police don't really know about uh, until they're in that world
0: yeah.
1: uh, so naturally that the nature of what you're dealing with uh, it's quite sensitive
0: yeah of uh, course.
1: so it's uh, but very interesting in my opinion and yeah so certainly things things like that it's something you can go into probably as a police constable as a detective constable because there'll be an array of different roles from the more hands-on roles to the more like I said before investigative roles making sure that uh, you know that or, or intelligence really and, and, and making sure that uh, it all kind of all runs smoothly I'm, I'm waffling a bit sorry but no no it's, this
0: is this is good no it's really honestly it's, it's brilliant it's so it's so uh, just it's so interesting to me because this is a world that I really don't have a clue about so as a somebody that just has no idea I'm just kind of asking silly, silly <laughs> questions as you probably find that no know, know all of them so well. Um, but that is interesting because I'm sure there are so many different avenues that you can go down in the police. It's almost like you could do two years here and then... Yeah,
1: massive. So, I think, um, again, from, from the police constable side, you, you, uh, as a PC, you know, you... you- you could be dealing with you could be well naturally you normally would start as a response officer I think in most places mm-hmm. uh, so that is you know you're responding to nine 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 calls uh, not really knowing what you're going to go to you could that's literally anything
0: uh, from, have you been, have you been one of them then
1: I have done that yeah uh, and I really actually I did enjoy it um, it's challenging it's a, it's shift work yeah uh, lots of shifts and uh, it's very disease very intense mm-hmm. you you are kind of uh what, what some officers would probably describe a slave to the radio really you, you book on your shift start, and the the control room operator will say you know you need to go to this call or you need to go to that call uh and that can be as i said absolutely anything from you know uh welfare checks on people from the night before through you know more slow time stuff through to uh, literally someone 's being attacked or a burglar in someone 's house or uh, yes. you know there 's a large scale disorder and again uh even up to you you think about the um, the attacks uh, sort of the, in Manchester or london i mean ultimately yeah. they 're all first responders they 're nine 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 uh responders in the first instance to go there and and make an assessment before maybe the more specialist roles come in but yeah when you're in that role you're very much a jack of all trades so I think it's a really good place to start because uh, whilst you may be not specialist in certain areas it gives you an opportunity to maybe decide what types of jobs you enjoy going to the most uh, which then might help you decide what you kind of want to progress into Mm -hmm. Uh, or sometimes you are just there and you will see another specialist unit come rock up whether that be the firearms guys whether that be the dog handlers You'll think, "Oh wow, that looks really cool uh that's sort of something I'd probably be interested in myself uh and then you can talk talk to them about it so it's it's, yeah. it's good in that way like you said uh you, you can you can move around a lot there's a lot of scope for career progression mm. uh which isn't uh, and and things that people don't even realize that the police maybe have or get involved in like the like the marine unit for instance in in London anyway Whoa. You you know, uh, that was my
0: my next question. Was actually going to be in terms of progression. Um, well, I was just going to go, How do you become Luther? (laughs) Um, How far, how far away are you from being, becoming uh, 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 (laughs) a drama school? Uh, Yeah, um,
1: it's yeah, I think the TV cat does (laughs) it, it can, it certainly met the glamour, uh, I guess within that hour or episode or whatever and they're cramming as much action and drama as possible uh, yeah. and they miss out probably quite conveniently the hours and hours of paperwork <laughs> yeah. uh and obviously uh yeah maybe the less glamorous side of things Fair.
0: but honestly well, because... se- on, on on a serious note though how like what stages would you have to go through to actually get to whatever level uh, let's Low- say Luther, what i don't even Sorry, know
1: i think i don't I, I, i've Gonna have to admit, I haven't really watched Luther. Um, <laughs> pretty bad, I guess. Uh, right. but, um, I think he's a DCI, uh, DCI. so you're looking at a Detective Chief Inspector. So right. he would need to have obviously gone through the detective pathway. Yeah. Uh, whether that be as a direct entry, now um, he's a little bit more old school. So I imagine he'd have gone through from being essentially a police constable, uh, and then he'll have made the decision to become a detective. He'll have sat his exam. Um, I talked about earlier, and then he will have uh, essentially gone through the ranks uh, as a detective, um, which I guess he probably would have worked in lots of different areas, uh, ranging from, uh, as we've talked about, things like dealing with uh, serious assaults, GBH level assaults maybe, or attempt murders, or potentially worked on a department dealing with serious sexual assaults, rapes, etc., investigating those. Uh, and then again probably once he found his feet as a detective uh, he was ready to sit his sergeant's exam okay. um, which is what you'd need to do to get, to get promoted to the next level right. a detective sergeant which uh, you would then take on more of a, a supervisory role, uh, you, you, you're essentially in most cases be a line manager to uh, a certain number of detectives uh, and that will involve supervising their investigations uh making sure that they're on top of them making sure that whether they need any assistance or maybe pointing in the right direction or sometimes just to check there's things that haven't been missed yeah uh, opportunities etc uh and then from there there's another exam to go up another level the inspector's exam to become a detective inspector wow Uh, and again depending on what department you're in you'll 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 then be A line manager to those sergeants, so if you can do a pyramid, you you may have four or five sergeants that work under you, and then however many detectives that work under them. Uh, Again, you're just the next stage up, really, in that process of just making sure opportunities haven't been missed, making sure that you know risk is being managed adequately. That's the level where you're probably putting your name to quite a lot of things. Yeah. Um, Okay. And and again, within the police. There are certain things that need uh, a certain rank of officer to authorise them. Of course. So you you do get more responsibility, more decisions that you probably have to make at that level. Uh, And then in Luther's case, I don't (laughs) believe there's an exam to go up the next step. However, you would need to sit a promotion board. You'd need to show evidence of of your your management, evidence of your investigation ability, all sorts of different things that would be expected of you at that level. Uh, and then you become a DCI, Detective Chief Inspector. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't think so they get A lot of it, basically, what,
0: what, what you're saying is a lot of experience. Like, it's, it's yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> you, uh, to get to that point, you can't expect to get there in like three years. It's, yeah, a... I, I, I wouldn't like to say wow. what the quickest you could
1: do it in is, but I, I think okay. you're probably looking at at least 10 to 15 years uh, of experience before you're probably at that level. Jeez. so but then again there are more fast track opportunities now out there so perhaps quicker
0: um, that's so interesting and that's actually a really good good uh insight into like the progression so why do you in- continue to do it like w- what do you what do you enjoy most about this job
1: i think it is that that variety i think it's like i said before and, it, and it's not really worn off for me yet is the not knowing what what what's going to happen and i think or what you're going to be involved in. Uh, Again, different departments that you could go into may offer you more variety or they may be a little bit more predictable and that will depend on you as a person because some people like that stability. Some people want to work knowing they're going to finish on time. People sometimes want to go to work knowing that, that, you know, they don't do those late shifts or those night shifts Uh, and there are roles for those sorts of people or there's other people that maybe do prefer that little bit more spontaneity that, you know, perhaps today might be a 20 hour shift uh, because something will happen. Um, and uh, again, like if you're talking about those guys on response, you know, you, you're, you're fair game to take that call right the way through till, um, till you finish and you hand over your car keys to the next shift. And that will sometimes be that. And it normally is the, the, the perhaps the call, uh, that requires the most work or that's going to take you the longest time will always be the one that comes in right at the end of your shift. Mm. So there will be times where you are off late, et cetera. Um, but in terms of what keeps me going, yeah, it's that not knowing. Because yeah. uh, for me, I think you can get into a cycle sometimes and you're just, but boring really is the word I'd use um, again. I, and that's not, you know, that's not slagging like off office roles for other people. I know that. Uh,
0: no, no, um, I get it, mate. Totally get that. It's um, not
1: everyone's cup of tea. And I think if you're the sort of person that likes to be out and about, not always in an office, I think it's a balance. I don't mind being in an office. Sometimes I like being in an office, but out and about. Um, and yeah, just what's today going to bring or what's this week going to bring? Uh, and in some departments' case, what's this year going to bring? Because sometimes you are working on things that that may take a year or two or more. Um, but if you if you like kind of get teeth stuck into things like that, and just uh, yeah, like I said, just the variety really. And yeah. I don't, again, I, uh, there's probably not that many jobs that, in my opinion, can give you as much variety on a day-to-day
0: basis mm. as
1: as the police. Again, well, I'm probably biased,
0: but... <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I get it, mate. I, so, so I really do. Um, I, You've kind of answered this question in, in what you've just said then, but who is this right for, in your opinion? And what, yeah, who's who do you think the right person to... Yeah,
1: I, I think, it, yeah, like I think I just said, there's people that like variety, definitely. Mm. Uh, I would say that, and then another blowing my own trumpet here um, but there probably are things you you do not skills you need because the skills you will learn but you need to sort of kind of accept that when you do join the police I'd uh, don't say a lot of people say you're signing your life away it's not that extreme but you, you do have responsibility uh, and that responsibility is not just in your hours that you work it's outside of work. You, you, people say you're never off duty or, or, or whatever. I mean, you, you're not really. Mm. There is an expectancy on you that uh, you might, for instance, be expected to act in certain situations if it's safe to do so, or whatever. Yeah. Ultimately, you will normally be expected to take some action uh, if you if you notice something when you're off duty or whatever. But you're also expected to behave uh, in a certain way, and I think. Uh, you know, for young people coming in, uh certainly we're talking about people that have just finished university, etc. I don't want to scare people off and say, that's it, you know, your partying days are over. You're not going to have any fun anymore. It's not like that. But, you know, where you're having the opportunity to maybe let your hair down in the students' union or whatever, uh, out and about, uh, you will still be able to let your hair down, but you'll always have probably on the back of your mind or on your shoulders be like kind of who you are, what you represent. Yeah. Uh, and ultimately... Uh, And we see it in the papers, uh, in social media, etc. Police officers are under an immense amount of scrutiny all the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's their actions, on or off duty. Anything involving a police officer generally makes quite a good story. Uh, Unfortunately, from my experience, normally the negative ones travel faster. Uh, You Mm -hmm. hear more negative news about police officers than you hear positive uh, and I think yeah, you just need to bear that in mind. You I don't want to say you're making a sacrifice because I think that's probably overrating it a little bit, but but you just need to probably consider you you're gonna step into a completely different world. Um wow. where there is gonna be a quite a level of expectation on you. Uh and you need to be ready for that, really. Um don't go that's, in blind. That's such good
0: I, advice. I mean, I I don't even need to ask my last question, which was what was what would be your best advice? But I think it's be ready for that.
1: <laughs> be ready for that, yeah. And then the other thing, um, probably it's just be, be, be ready to learn. Um, yeah. And I think that, I mean, that's advice probably goes for any job, doesn't it? But I think the, the, the only way you can learn to be a police officer or working within this role is, is to be thrown in at the deep end. I think I yeah. said at the start, there's no level of textbook will prepare you for being out and about. Yeah. And I think. It just you... sounds like
0: don't be a know-it-all.
1: <laughs> don't... don't be a know-it-all. Definitely don't be a know-it-all. Uh, but also just be be willing to learn from those more experienced from you. But also probably don't be so too hard on yourself, really, I think, uh, because it is a massive learning curve and you will make mistakes uh, and that will go throughout your whole career. Like I said, I'm talking like someone that has been in the job for 30 years. I haven't. I've only been <laughs> in for five. No. But it's been a speech five years. It's been yeah. uh, five years of making mistakes, m- making a bit of a, of a muppet out myself uh, on more than one occasion. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, such is life that that is normally the, or that is probably the best way of learning, is yeah. to to make a mistake uh, and not to do it again. Really, and uh, I think, as I said, uh, you <laughs> yeah, you just if you keep that in mind. Uh, if, 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 I, if I can impart any wisdom, it's don't beat yourself too much uh, over sort of mistakes you might make. Learn from it, laugh about it, and uh,
0: and then carry on from there. Really, and, that's amazing. Well, mate, thank you so much. I think I've, I, it's very it's, it's opened my eyes to to what a job in the police could look like. So I do thank you.
1: I, I hope so. I could probably talk for two or three hours, um, <laughs> but I, I would probably say i think anyone that's interested in it like approach a police officer obviously they're in the middle of dealing with something maybe don't um pick your moments but uh, i'm certain in most cases most of the people i've worked with uh if you go up to them and you've got a genuine interest in it as a job they will give you some honest answers uh and and i know as well uh, that in certain situations there is scope for ride-alongs and things uh probably speak to the local force area for where you live uh, about how you go about arranging that but if you're after that sort of exposure yeah uh, maybe don't watch Luther uh, for for (laughs) career for for career insight maybe don't watch Luther Uh, Um,
0: I had to I had to ask it mate I had to ask
1: (laughs) but the best way is I think just yeah go and speak to someone that does it and and see if you can get that bit of exposure so uh, that's Uh, and like i said at the start you asked uh the the specials constable scheme it is a good way just to dip your toe in the water if you've got the time to give up your free time um we've all got too much free time at the moment i think in lockdowns etc um but yeah it's a good way of uh doing your bit as well for the community it looks good and you know what as well it looks good on your cv if you decide not to join the police but you've said that you've done volunteer work as a police officer yeah, uh cool. I, I imagine that
0: does that ramps up your cv definitely yeah. for sure um well yeah. thank you so much again mate i really appreciate it and uh yeah i look forward to hearing thanks so much for tuning into that guys that was alex from the london metropolitan police force because that's a mouthful um if you want to get in touch my email is sam at beginning com. i'd love to hear from you and please remember to like share subscribe Do all that social media stuff for us, please, across all those social media channels. And just remember to share it with your friends who might be in a bit of a rut, I don't know, uh, or considering going down the police police force route. Uh, But yeah, get in touch uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening.